Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Amandeep Panwar, uh, the founder of Bharat Rohan. Aman is a graduate of uh, Babu Banarasi Das National Institute of Technology and Management, uh, Lucknow. And he has been featured in Forbes 30 under 30 uh, list this year. Uh, hi, Aman. Welcome to ELI. Hi, hi, Priya. Hello, everyone. Happy to be here. Aman, I would uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Yes, sure. Um, so, uh, as you can see, that uh, my name is Amandeep Pawar, and I founded the company uh, along with Rishabh uh, in 2015. And we uh, then started uh, working with some farmers locally who were basically the uh, you know, evangelist uh, farmers who are who were very keen to accepting new technologies and uh, new initiatives that are coming in for their benefit. Um, but uh, before that, we had to partner with uh, some local institutes uh, to get to those those kind of farmer groups. Um, so I'll just give you a small overview about what we do at Bharat Rohan. So we partner with farmers by uh, providing them, you know, drone-based technology services, which help them in cultivating a crop profitably with <clears throat> less amount of agricultural inputs and, uh, you know, with higher profit margins. They, they are able to do this because uh, we use a technology called hyperspectral imaging, which enables farmers to grow a crop uh, with less amount of losses. Uh, the losses could happen due to pest attack, disease outbreak, or nutrient deficiency. So these kind of uh, you know crop issues are what we identify before there is a visible damage that occur into a plant. And uh, before that visible damage, we give out the advice that these are the zones in the you know in the field that require your attention, and you need to implement you know this particular chemical or a biocide or a bio fertilizer you know to resolve that issue. And then uh, within you know two days, uh, farmer has to act upon that advisory, and uh, you know we have a feedback mechanism where we get to understand that whether that advisory has been implemented or not. Uh, now, when farmers implement that advisory, there are uh, again uh, instead of suppose there is a ten acre plot uh, in a ten acre field, uh, only you know five hundred meter by five hundred meter, uh, or say. 50 meter by 50 meter uh, you know, area is infested by a particular disease. Now, instead of doing, um, you know, carrying out spray across the 10 acre plot, farmer with the use of the advisory, they are required to spray only on that 50 by 50 meter uh, area. And that is where uh, they save their agriculture input. So, you know, suppose they will be spraying some, uh, say, some f uh, chemical. So they will be required to spray only that on that 50 by 50 meter uh, region. Now, uh, the question arises, why would farmer do that? Why would farmer, you know, listen to our advisory? And why would, uh, you know, why, what kind of benefit they could see? Because it's a intangible advisory. So before even a visible damage is there, we are giving out the advisory. And, uh, but what is the, you know, motivation that they, they can they can have? And that is where, uh, you know, Bharatron again, uh, you know, pitched in and started to look out for the ways to incentivize farmers in implementing the advisory that we are giving. And uh, that incentive is again in terms of procurement of their agri produce. So we purchase their produce when the crop is ready for the harvest. So when we go as a buyer to them, that 
we will buy your produce but you have to use the technology that we are giving you have to adopt the technology on the field and you have to act on the advisories that are being provided to you and that gives them a real motivation and real incentive to actually act and you know keep on utilizing the advisory on the ground and see the benefits for themselves see the value uh, of the advisory for themselves and and we have been you know fortunate to be working with around 3600 farmers across barabanki district most of these farmers are smallholder farmers they have uh, you know uh, their farms which are less than 1.5 acres 1 acres even half acres and we work with these smallholder farmers to provide the technologies to them to support them in their cultivation so that they can grow crops profitably and uh, spread across you know we are working our services are spread across 5000 acres of area across barabanki district simultaneously we are also operational in rajasthan uh, where we are working in around 3000 acres of area uh, we have very good crops that we are engaged in uh, in rajasthan we are working on cumin we are working on uh, moong bean and we have plans to get into more seed spices um where we can act as a you know again buyer and supply to larger buyers we are also uh, working with uh, you know in parabanki district we are operational in japanese mint paddy and potato and uh, you know mostly working here with a uh, lot of agri input companies where they need to you know they need to suggest their products at the right time so when we see that there is a infestation we tell the agri input company that there is an infestation and your product might be use use you know useful for them so they want that kind of uh, you know insights uh, that where farmers are uh, requiring a particular agri input and that is where our advisory again becomes very handy uh, to these agri input companies also so yeah aman uh, uh, how did you come up with the name bharat rohan and what is the meaning <laughs> behind it i'd be very interested to know uh so uh, bharat means you know india and uh, rohan means ascending so it the name means ascending india india ascending basically so uh, our vision was uh, you know when we we were in college back then uh when we were formulating and devising the plan to start uh, a company and uh, at the time we we met we actually we both are aeronautical engineers so shabha and i and we were used to fly our drones across uh, you know fields which were near our college and uh, when we went there uh, you know we got in touch with a lot of farmers and uh, because it was their field and they got to interact with us like what are you doing why are you doing this and all that so uh, we started to just share that this is like we started to tell them about the drones and all that ki this is what it is and all that and uh, uh, we then asked some questions to the farmers how is it going what kind of crops do you cultivate and what is the challenge in just normal conversation we were having and then they shared that uh, you know the major issues that issue that they face uh, you know during the cultivation is again pest disease and nutrient deficiencies and they don't have a solution actually that can help them to reduce these losses that happen due to these issues and that was very intriguing to us we thought that you know we are living in 21st century and uh, there are so many solutions available for and you know so many other problems why nobody is working on this and uh, so that's when we decided that we'll do something about this and uh, we'll ascend india to uh, its greatest potential uh, by taking farmers to their greatest potential because uh, you know most of india is uh, you know farming community so why don't we uh, work on that so that was the idea behind this and uh... 
once you got the idea, what are the next uh, series of steps you took uh, to uh, build this venture? Uh, I would say we had, uh, you know, once we had the idea, we acted quickly on the execution instead of just staying uh, you know, or loving the idea itself. We went ahead and started doing what we want to do in whichever way possible, which in with whatever resources that were there. And uh, that is what actually made us you know, start the company and you know go ahead. And uh, despite so many challenges, like <laughs> we were in college, some you know our friends were getting uh, jobs and everybody was getting plays and all that. Uh, we were thinking that we were not participating in all those activities. We were just uh, focused into building the company. And all. So there was pressure from our uh, you know, families also that uh, why are you doing this? What are you doing? And uh, things like that. But we thought that you know, at that point of time, we thought that this is the very reason when people do not start something new. They just get um, you know stuck up into the conventional uh, systems that we have made that uh, you know after college, you have to do a job. And that's all. I'm not saying that jobs are bad. Um, you know, it suits people. Um, you know, it is like people have to you know do some work. Uh, but it was something that we realized it's not for us. Um, like, uh, not that it's bad, but we thought that we can we want to do something. Uh, you know, we have a mission in mind, and that mission cannot be fulfilled by if we uh, you know, do a job. If somebody's mission is getting fulfilled doing a job, then it's extremely good for them. But uh, our mission didn't demand that uh, for us to do a job at that point of time. So we quickly we started the company started looking for the partnerships, uh, started looking for incubation, uh, like there was technology business incubators that were uh, created. So we approached AIDEA, which is a technology business incubator of uh, ICR, which is Indian Council of Agriculture Research, uh, National Academy of Agriculture Research Management in Hyderabad. So we approached them. Uh, we got rejected first time. Uh, second time again, we uh, approached them, and eventually we got selected. Uh, we also approached some VCs, but uh, although it, we were very new at that time, uh, we approached a lot of venture capitalists. But uh, they guided us very well, and uh, they supported us in terms of how to formulate the business plan, how to go about the with the implementation, and those things helped. I think uh, you know staying in business uh, is all that is needed and in whichever way possible uh, we started to service clients uh, with very little margins at that time uh, and you know we initially we started working with some companies because uh, farmers were initially they had to see some proof of concept uh, they need to see some demos and all that but we didn't have that money to keep on doing those activities so we had to bring in some kind of uh, revenues for the company, first of all. So we worked with some companies, uh, farming companies, and uh, uh, AID helped us in you know, getting to those kind of clients. <clears throat> and then uh, initially, uh, then we part partnered with CSAR-CMAP, which is a local research institute, convinced them that uh, about the technology. They were quite happy. Their director was very supportive. We had Dr. Manoj Samwal, who is uh, their IT head. Uh, he was, uh, you know, again, very supportive. And then the, he, he introduced us to a lot of Japanese-based farmers in Parabanki. 
and that's when slowly it, uh, we started providing services to some villages then farmers uh, you know more informed farmers got interested there was mouth of uh, you know word, word of mouth publicity that happened and that's how when we you know reached that scale slowly uh, and gradually we also got some grants and uh, some uh, small equity investment from aidia and uh, that's that's how it start, started uh, what are the <clears throat> challenges you have faced uh, uh, both personally both and both as a founder uh, so far while building and growing uh, this venture uh, personally i think uh, <clears throat> there are there are so many uh, you know challenges that we face like uh, there is uh, sometimes there are moments when we you, you feel very lonely that why why i'm alone in this and uh, you know why why have been involved into this and nobody is supporting me and uh, you know we have to fight the world and all that but i think having a co-founder is extremely important in, in, you know in those kind of moments so that we can share uh, such kind of moments with each other and uh, then we can support you know or maybe boost each other's morale uh, to get ahead and maybe we devise a plan uh, together then uh, convincing family is one, one i think one of the most important aspect that an entrepreneur has to look at uh, convincing family about your idea about your startup about your business and that is something that helped me uh, my parents and family has been initially they were not but uh, later on they became very supportive because they realized what i want to do and uh, you know what the larger mission is so that 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 those kind of issues you know personal issues got resolved there uh, then <clears throat> i think this second aspect was uh, in terms of convincing people to adopt this kind of technology or you know especially farmers so when we were going to and telling them farmers about the you know that this is the action that you are required to take so they were not seeing any proof like what is the proof like it's not visible how wide should i believe it so we had to set up a lot of demonstrations um, so we are we set up 46 demonstration plots uh, in across paramakir district bring farmers there that see uh, this is where we suggested the farmer to put this you know this particular chemical and uh, this is the result that happened that his crop was you know saved from these uh, diseases uh, because it was susceptible and just the adjacent field is has uh, got the entire uh, crop damaged uh, because of that particular disease so these kind of demonstrations are what we required to do and uh, resolve that through the, that channel then getting funding is one important aspect so uh, you know arranging capital but uh, still it was it at some point of time it became uh, you know more of a you know it became less of a headache because people started to realize that what is the value and they they became interested into uh, what we do but yeah in the initial days it was arranging capital was uh, was the main challenge for us <clears throat> uh now tell us about uh, your co-founder and your team uh, how did you uh, first of all find them and how did you create the synergy uh, between uh, 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 yourselves uh, so rishabh and i we both were uh, classmates in, in college and uh, so that is where we met and we had been doing a lot of projects there so, so we had uh, repo you know with each other earlier itself 
uh, with the team uh, we approached some uh, there were some scientists uh, whom we approached and one of them agreed to work with us as a chief chief of remote sensing his name is dr kd singh so um, he works with us uh, you know to provide us to build the remote sensing team to build the algorithms for the hyperspectral imaging and then also helped us to build the team for the uh, technology so uh, now uh, we have tarun and suman who take care of all our technology based initiatives uh, related to remote sensing and then we uh, hired local talent uh, for the ground staff or for the ground based operations uh, we had hired people from barabanki itself who and identified them through you know research institutes through kvks and uh, th- that those things worked i think local talent uh, is extremely important for you know for industries like agriculture where you have to build a relationship with the farmers directly and uh, that direct relationship uh, can only happen when you have a local person there who understands the language understands the lifestyle and uh, understands how you know their their perspective basically so they have to be a mouthpiece from on their behalf uh, working with us so that that's what uh, some something that helped us uh can you tell us about one instance uh or one tough decision or choice you had to make uh where both sides looked equally good or equally bad right so um 2 <clears throat> years ago i think there was a interest from a large scale uh, you know agrochemical company for uh, to you know purchase some stakes in us and uh, we had to reject that offer <clears throat> uh, i think we like accepting it and rejecting it both looks equally good and uh, but we thought that uh, you know maybe it's too early for us to uh, you know dilute our uh, equity and give out such a share because we have what we envision to do is not something that we can uh, achieve uh, you know if we just give out the stakes in the initial stages and give you know lose control or maybe partially lose control of, of the company so i think that is one uh, you know issue you know as <laughs> that you that that happened with us and uh, such a situation arised but uh, yeah we we are making most of it now so we are doing what we want to do and uh, at the same time growing the company organically uh, and we'll we are confident that we will will reach a scale uh, you know in next 2 3 years that we will be able to service across 1 1 lakh acres of area mm-hmm. uh, 1 lakh acres of area by uh, next 2 2 to 3 years uh what are the failures you have gone <clears throat> through as an entrepreneur lot of failures uh, so mostly in, in terms of the business model um, and then you know being a first generation entrepreneur we we had to uh, you know learn a lot and fail a lot uh, like we got into supply chain uh, recently and there were so many so many peculiar things and very small little things that you know that we we miss out and uh, no matter how much you know we do market research how many speak people we speak to uh nothing beats the experience so when we you know start doing something 
then we start to see that what are the real problems that arise out of it and that is when uh, you know that is that there are multiple things that that have we have discovered while uh, you know getting into uh, this kind of business and we are still learning and we are we are still growing but uh, yeah it's a, it's part of uh, of what we do i think that is something as an entrepreneur we should always take it for granted that we are going to fail a lot and we have to just stand up um, again and again and uh, get ahead aman uh, what is the meaning of entrepreneurship to you or how do you define entrepreneurship it's a lifestyle i think uh, it's uh, basically the way you live uh, maybe for me it's the way of living uh, in every aspect like we you know, we aim to find solutions for every problem that we you know get encountered with and uh, in every walk of life speed personal work or you know for others for the society we just keep on finding solutions and uh, working towards it and doing you know finding that solution in most efficient way i think that is the <laughs> meaning and uh, for in my eyes yeah uh, what are the learnings you have got as an entrepreneur which can shorten the learning curve of uh, anyone who is listening to you right now i think uh, maybe we can learn from others failures uh, that is the most important learning that i had uh, although it's always there that when once we have the experience of something only then we realize uh, you know what is the real problem and what is the real solution how to get out of those situations but um, maybe we can somebody else would be facing the similar problems and would have faced the similar problems earlier and getting there uh, you know getting some understanding about how they handled those situations is something that you know we can look at and uh, helps us a lot um, then if we are going to start something new maybe uh, we should all that we should just look at on things that we can control like uh, you know we can and not worry about things that we can we can't so whatever we can control we should just be very sure about whether we are actually controlling those you know things or not uh, so if we are doing that then uh, we should go ahead and uh, you know dive all in if not then we should just sit back and you know take a step back and see uh, if there is any other loophole that is you know Uh, missing and that you can still tap in and then get ahead when you have patched those holes also uh aman i think i am uh, done with the questions any final message you would like to leave uh, before we end the session uh the final message would be i think be fearless i you don't have to worry about anything else but what you want to do and just be focused on to what you want to get and you'll get it and eventually and just have to stay put and keep going that's all uh well it was a pleasure to host you here at eli thanks for your time amandeep uh, and our best wishes for uh, bharat rohan thank you thank you very much priya all the best everyone